Hello everyone, welcome to the second episode of the Piscean's Spiritual Thoughts. Today's episode is called Answer Your Calling. Hmm, what could that be about? What's up, everyone? It's your host here, Jada Marie. Welcome back. I am a spiritual Pisces, and today I am here to tell you, influence you, inspire you to answer your calling. So what does that mean to me? Answering your calling is basically when you just like literally snap out of it or you just wake up and you're like, you know, like it clicks, it clicks. That thing that you didn't know was missing or that thing you knew was missing, like you now have the answer. It now came to you and now like your mind has just opened up and broadened. That's your calling. So I'm going to get more into that in this episode. I hope everyone enjoys. All right, so I'm just going to jump right in. So basically, I feel like this whole story, I didn't even know like the start was going to lead to where I am now. And it it just, everything in this universe is happening for you. Like the universe is working behind the scenes to make everything that you want happen, but it's not going to happen until you like believe that it will. But then like once you believe like that's when the universe gets into work. That's when the universe starts like putting things into play. So basically, I would say that this all started when my boyfriend at the time, he over the summer like we had just gotten out of school, our first year of college, like It was summertime and I had just moved into my first apartment, right? And he had stayed with me for like a few weeks, but it was time for him to go back home to Atlanta for the summer, basically. And when he first left, like, you know, I was sad. I was kind of just like, I have nothing to do, no friends. Um, So I was basically just like sitting in bed all day, like lying around in bed. I also wasn't really working that much because I hated my job at the time and um, I was like in a transition phase so it was kind of awkward and weird but I was just like all right Jada like I'm not gonna let a boy like have me over here just like not doing shit with my life and just moping around I was like what can I do that's productive one that gets me out of the house too and three like I don't have to spend a lot of money And I was just like, you know, why don't I just go to the gym? Because at least that gives me something to do for at least an hour. It it costs like 10 bucks a month and it's healthy and it's productive. Like I wasn't even thinking like I want to lose weight, blah, 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 blah. Like I literally was just bored and needed something to do and I had no friends. So that was like the only thing that you could, I thought that I could do by myself with no friends that like wouldn't be depressing and also was productive and I wouldn't have to spend a lot of money because you know anything else is like okay you can go shopping but that's not productive you're wasting money and then after that I'm probably gonna like shove my face with a bunch of food 
So that's what happened. Like literally that day I got a gym membership and I literally just like messed around in the gym. Like I wasn't really doing anything, but at least I got out of the house and at least I was there, you know? And that's what I just kept doing. Like I just kept going back, like, like lifting up weights here or there, like looking in the mirror, taking pictures, watching, um, TikTok workout videos and stuff like that. Like I would take classes, but I wasn't really like hitting it at the gym but at least I was going I was showing up and I was doing it on a consistent basis right so um basically that started into okay like I'm here like I actually need to be productive in doing something because I'm just like digging around basically and so I was like talking about I, I started a new job actually and um the people that I worked with were so much more friendly and outgoing than the previous job. And I really felt like I I fit in from the jump. And I was like talking about how I recently started going to the gym. And this girl was actually like, oh, like me and this guy that also worked with us, we go there too. Like you should come work out with us. And I was like, say less, you know? And that's what I did. So I started going out to the gym with them. And it was really nice because, like, we would talk, laugh. And, like, I wasn't able to, like, lift anywhere near how much they were able to lift do as many repetitions. But, like, they didn't look at me any differently. They didn't, like, talk to me any differently. They're like, you got this, girl. Like, keep going, blah, 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 blah. Like, they were helping me out, like, being there for support. And it was really supportive. And I never got the sense of, like, they're judging me or, like, I can't do as much like it was really uplifting and motivational and it was fun and so um the girl ended up moving away but I I still continued working out at the gym and I started seeing results fast and I was like wow like I like I said in the first episode in the last episode I never thought I would be able to lose weight like I never saw myself as someone who was air quotes, skinny, which I'm still not skinny. Like I'm slim thick. Okay. (laughs) Um, but like, I just never thought that that would be me. And I would always come up with excuses as to why I wouldn't be able to lose weight and stuff like that. Cause I do have, um, this foot condition called accessory navicular. It's basically extra bones in both of my feet. I had operation on it and I I just had troubles for years and years and years, even after the operation. So I kind of used that as a crutch as to why I couldn't go to the gym. And I would also, also tell myself like, okay, like you're always in pain already, like from your feet. Do you really want to add the pain of like being sore on top of that? Like that's literally what I would tell myself, right? So then once I like started getting into the gym, I was like, I'm not even really like that sore for real. And my feet don't even hurt that much more. Let me go back a little bit. But before I even got into the gym, like when I was thinking about, you know, something productive I could do and the gym came up, I was like, okay, but like you might have more pain. And I was like, okay, but you already go through pain every single day. Would you rather go through pain every single day and look like you do now and not be the most confident, not really be the most happy with how you look and trying to like find ways to like mask that or like make yourself like force yourself to like yourself in this body? Or would you have a little bit more pain, but you're fully confident in yourself, you're healthy, you love the way that you look. And so I was like, you know what, like, I'm willing to have that little bit of extra pain, if that means that I have a better outlook on myself, and I'm also healthier. So 
fast forward, I'm working out and I'm like, I'm really not even getting sore like that for real. Like at all. Like I was not getting sore. (laughs) And I was also eating really healthy. Like I was treating myself to smoothies and I really was like cooking really delicious, scrumptious, healthy meals. And it's like, now I, I literally cannot eat at fast food. Like I will just starve because like when I can cook something that's healthy and scrumptious, why would I go to like McDonald's or Wendy's where like the food's going to be like horrible taste wise. And I'm also going to feel horrible after. So that was really like the start of something new for me, like getting into the gym. That was when like my negative and limiting mindsets like started fading away because I was like, wow, I actually can lose the weight. I can do this big thing that I told myself I would never be able to do and even if I thought like even if I did do it like it would take me years and years and years and years and years to like actually like have like abs and stuff and like literally months within working out I literally started forming abs and I dropped like I said 40 pounds in like not even a year like less than six months because I was dedicated and I just made a whole 180 on how I ate and working out and also just being more active with my new job as well. Um, so yeah, that was the start of something new from High School Musical. Yep. All right, so fast forward a little bit after I settle into working out and I settle into um, my new job. Now I'm just thinking like, huh, if I can do this, what the hell else can I do basically? (laughs) And um, I was just like really diving into like different things I could be doing. Like, cause I was just sitting around at my house working out and going to work. Like I said, I had no social life. So it's like, okay, like I could be doing more basically. And so I started like looking into um, like side hustles I can get into, like starting businesses and stuff like that. And then one day, like, I was just like, I really want to go on this amazing birthday trip. I really, really want to go on this amazing birthday trip because uh, I don't even know, like the thought just got into my head out of nowhere And the year before, I had went to Orlando for my 19th birthday. This was like my first adult trip where I wasn't staying with family. I was traveling by myself with my boyfriend. And I had an amazing time. I stayed in the most amazing, beautiful, authentic Airbnb. And it's so funny because you know, like, I want to briefly talk about manifestation, okay? So manifestation, sometimes you really want something so, so bad and it doesn't happen. And then like shortly after, something even bigger and more amazing happens. And then you're like, wow, like if I was really like gung-ho on making that happen, I would have missed out on something even better. And that's exactly what happened. So I basically had no plans for my birthday. I don't have any friends. Like I was a part of a friend group, but I definitely felt outcasted and it was definitely more of my ex-boyfriend's friend group. And like, I was really just there because they used me for my car. They used me for my car. That's right. Like they 
the girls in the group would literally share all of their secrets and like the things going on in their relationship and just not tell me about it. They knew things that my boyfriend was doing um, and would all know and just be sitting in my face smiling about it. Like literally, like they were fake. And um, I felt that like very early on, but because I had no other friends, like I was just like, well, I'd rather just be around these fake people than just be completely lonely. And now F, f that, like I'll be fucking lonely before I ever sit in the face of users and fake people. But moving on. Um, so I had no plans for my birthday and I was like kind of really like sad about it because like all these people in college, like when they have birthdays, like they have all these big parties. I knew if I had a party, no one would come because I don't know anyone on campus and like, I don't even like to party like that for real. And then like, I didn't really want to go back to Atlanta to be with my family because like I've done that every single year. Like I've never had friends ever. So I would always just be like with my family, literally. And so I was just like, uh, like that's also depressing too. And I was just like, nothing's going to happen for my birthday. So I called my mom and I was like, can I please like go to Orlando? Because she was kind of worried about me going to um, Florida, even though I lived like the same distance from Florida that I did from Atlanta, from Valdosta, which is where I went to college. And I was like, please, like, I really want to go. I will be safe. Like, I'll let you know when I get there and where I'm staying and everything. And of course, she felt bad too that I had no friends and I had nothing to do for my birthday. And also, I was turning 19 and she was like, okay, Jada, like, just be safe, you know, make wise choices and everything. So she actually bought me the Airbnb as my birthday gift. But I had my mindset on this one Airbnb, right? And this is so beyond the story, but we're already here. Anyway, so I had my mindset on this one Airbnb and my mom wasn't like responding fast enough like to pay for it. And then it ended up being sold. And I was like, well, I don't even want to go anymore. I don't even want to go anymore. Um, but then like, she's like, Jada, like, just keep looking. Like, do you really want to ruin your whole entire birthday just because you can't go to this one Airbnb or would you rather just go to one? That's not the one that you want, but you're still there and you can still do amazing things. And so I kept looking and I, that's when I found the most amazing Airbnb ever, like ever. Anyways. So manifestation works in mysterious ways. Sometimes you don't get what you want because there's something even better out there for you. Moving on. So yeah, I, had an amazing 19th birthday and I literally was like I was literally thinking the whole time like I could do this every day like I love traveling so much and I just felt so like I don't know happy in a way that I've never felt ever before and but it was only a weekend and when I left it was back to the basics and it was sad and it was like damn like I really liked being able to travel and stuff like that. And so basically I was thinking that random thought about I should go on a fabulous birthday trip popped up into my head. And um, the crazy thing is like, I didn't know this birthday trip would lead to my calling. Okay. So it started off with birthday trip. So I posted like for my 20th birthday I'm going on an amazing trip out of the country like I'm claiming it it's happening like I don't care I don't care even if I have to go by myself like nothing and no one's gonna hold me back and so like I started YouTubing like different places I would want to go and so I ended up signing and booking my trip for my birthday well it was after my birthday because I wanted to wait until um summer that way I didn't get behind on school or anything um which is something else we're gonna touch on later on in the video or in the podcast, but, um, so I ended up booking it, and so, like, 
once it was booked, I was like, damn, it's only like summertime and I still have until next summer before this trip. So I was just like, that is really sucky. Like, I want to go now, like now, 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 like forget everything going on in my life. Like, this is what I want to do. So I was just like, fuck. So I was just like, okay, I'm just going to watch YouTube videos on it. That way, like it can still stay in my mind because I have this really big principle, like out of sight, out of mind. If you don't have something in your mind all the time, it's going to become a thing of the past. It's going to become distant. So literally, I just consumed every spare second that I had with um, watching videos about the place that I was supposed to go, which was Thailand. And in Thailand, I was supposed to go to Phuket, uh, um, Bangkok, and Chiang Mai, I believe. And then we were also supposed to take a, um, later on, the last four days was going to be in Singapore, right? So then, like, I was like looking at all these YouTube videos about Thailand and Singapore and like it really just led to this rabbit hole of I was just watching videos about travel influencers about just all things travel like traveling in Asia basically and I loved what I was seeing and in the last um, video I was talking about how I'm a very visual person and I was literally like when I was watching the YouTuber, like I was visualizing it as like myself in their position. And like I literally could see everything around me and feel everything around me. And I was like so happy, like so happy. Like I got so much happiness from watching these videos. And like it was pure happiness in a way that I'd never had experienced before. So um I basically started obsessing over over traveling in Asia. Like it became an obsession like every second of every day. That's what I thought about. That's what I visualized. That's what I consumed. Whether I was researching different Asian countries, different things to know before you travel there, food, uh, everything you need to, to, to do before you can even go. Like I was obsessing over it. And I want to say like a lot of people think obsession is bad, but um, – Actually, if you want something to happen for your life, you have to obsess over it. You have to. Like, when you obsess over something, it literally rewires your brain to find ways to make that happen for you so that maybe you stop freaking obsessing over it. <laughs> like, literally, it's so funny. Um, there's a lot of scientific evidence that can back this up as well that if you, whatever you think you become and whatever you think is going to happen basically like it's just a fact so um so yeah so then like through my obsessions I was like okay well I want more like I don't want to just go on this two-week trip where one it was with a group so everything was planned out everything was jam-packed and I was like no like I want to be there and like be there and like take my time I don't want to have to rush through it and I also don't want to just only be able to visit Thailand and Singapore. So then I went back into the trip and I was like, oh, I can do a 10-hour a, a layover in Tokyo, Japan. And so um, I I changed my booking to that. And that was like however much more. I didn't care because in my mind, that was a one-in-a-lifetime opportunity, basically. That 10-hour layover, even though I'm telling myself I don't want to have to crunch everything in. I'm like, 
Yeah, 10-hour layover in Japan. That sounds great, even though, like, what can you realistically do in 10 hours in a layover in Japan? Like, the 10-hour layover is really only, like, a five-hour window of things that you can do if you consider how long it takes to get back and forth and everything, but whatever. So I wanted more. Like, I didn't just want that two-week window of time. All right, so continuing on from that, um, this point in time, my boyfriend is back. And um, I'm still obsessing. Like, even though he's there, that's still all that I care about. Like, not that I didn't care about him, but, like, I didn't care to watch movies, watch TVs, do anything besides watch these YouTube videos about traveling in Asia. And... I need to give a brief back story. So I always wanted to travel the world, like ever since I was a kid. It all started because I love food and I actually like hate American food. Um, but I just remember like I had this friend in elementary school who was Brazilian and I went to her house and like her mom cooked like some amazing Brazilian food. It was like this green soup and it looked, it looked nasty, but it was the most scrumptious soup I've ever had in my whole entire life. And she made the, uh, I forgot what they're called, but they're like the Brazilian cheese balls. Amazing. And ever since then, like I knew I had to go to Brazil just to taste Brazilian food. And like same with, um, Mexico like I love Mexican food I always wanted to go to Mexico to try to taste Mexican food like I always wanted to go to these to France to to taste macaroons like I just it was all about food at first you know but then as I got older a little bit more mature it was like a culture thing like I wanted to go to um different countries to be immersed in different cultures and um also just not even as I got older like not wanting to be here in America anymore because I really hate a lot of the things that this country stands for um and so like I always wanted to travel the world But I thought the only way you could do that was, like, if you were a flight attendant or, like, you worked on a cruise line or something like that. But it's, like, you're not really, like, experiencing the real experience if you have to do it in that short period of time, basically. So even, like, entering into my relationship, like, I would always talk about how, like, you know, one day I'm going to live out of the country. Um, I hate being here in America. Like traveling has always been something that I resonated with and also like being out of the country in terms of America for a long period of time has also been something that I always knew I wanted to do but everything was like little bits of information but um through wanting to go on this birthday trip like I literally brought all of those little bits of my life and wanting to travel together and through YouTube I discovered that being a travel influencer is a thing. Like I never knew that was a thing before until I started researching for my birthday trip. And all these people were like just out here traveling for their freaking career, making money, shmoney off of it. And I was like, wow, like I wish I could do that. You know, these people, one, are white, and so they probably come from money. But then, like, when I would actually, like, go into their backstory, they'd be like, you know, I'm, I'm middle class. 
You know, like I wasn't poor, but like I also didn't come from an abundance of money. Like I had to save and also start from nothing and find ways to make money like outside of traveling until traveling was able to pay me. And I'm like, so these people really are kind of in the same boat as me. Like I'm from middle class, you know, I can save, I can find ways to make money while I'm there. So I kind of started thinking like, okay, I can be a travel influencer, but it was still like when I go on my trip for my birthday, those two weeks, like I would just film all of that and then post it. But I was like, dang, like, how are you going to be a travel influencer if you're not like traveling? Like I would have to come back, wait a whole other school year and go on another trip for the summer. And I'm like, that cycle is so depressing to me. Like, and one, like, I just feel like, how am I going to capture my audience's attention For that long period of time, if, hold on, okay, on God, like, I heard someone come into my house, but, uh, I guess I was just tripping, but anyways, so I was like, how am I going to capture my audience's attention if I'm just traveling two weeks out of the whole freaking year? Like, what am I going to do? the whole entire 300 something other days that I'm not traveling. And I'm like, these people literally are traveling nonstop and like not nonstop, but they're traveling most part of the year and making lots and lots and lots and lots of videos so that they can have like things to be posting even when they're not traveling and so I was like shoot like school is in the way (laughs) literally and like one another like background on me is like I never liked school ever like I was always good in school but I was never I never liked it social aspect of it the learning aspect of it I always thought it was a really big scam and I'm really gonna make a whole video on college um in America because uh don't let them fool you it's a business first okay now I'm not an advocate for leaving school or anything but it's just a scam so I was just like shoot like I am in school I have three and a half more years left but this is what I want to be doing and so I, I kind of fell into a depression because I didn't think that I could leave school. Uh, I, I, that, I didn't see that as an option for me. And like, how am I going to be traveling full time as a college student? Like, I was just like, dang, like, I finally found something that gives me drive, that gives me passion, and I can't even do it for at least three and a half more years. Like, that sucks. (laughs) So I was, like, still consuming all these things. And, like, it just got to a point where that's all I was talking about to my boyfriend. And he was probably getting annoyed by it. And so one day he was like, Jada, like, in May, your lease is up. In May is when you have your trip booked. Why don't you just stay there and just travel? Like, that's clearly what you want to do in life. I never have heard you talk about something more. I've never seen you more passionate about anything. You go to school and you come home and you talk about traveling. You go to school because, like, there would be times when, like, he would sneak into my class and, like, I would be literally, like, researching my travel stuff in class. Like, that's all I could think about, all I could consume, 
And it was getting to a point where like, I couldn't even take a break. And he's like, Jada, like just move there already. Like, just go. Like you've always said you wanted to move to a different country. You know, why do you have to wait? Like, why can't you just go now? Like, this is what you want to do. This is what you're passionate about. Like, I can tell you that more than anything. Like, I'm, I'm, he was basically just like, he's certain that that's what I should be doing because that's how hard I was going over this. And basically, that was the click. That was the call. So when he told me that I should move there, I was just like, I should move there. Not move, but I should pursue traveling full-time and becoming a travel influencer. Um, And I just felt like, why can't I do that? Like, if I can figure out school, there's nothing else holding me back from doing it. Like, I'm going to save up the money. The money won't be an issue because I'm going to save it up. And I was just like, really, I would just need to find a way to make more money while I'm there. So that's what I'm doing. (laughs) Um, And also, um, I just believed in myself and I was just like, I can do it. So basically, I was just like, all right, I'm going to drop out of school. And that's what I did. And I swear to you. The day that I dropped out of school, I just felt this tension and this build up of negative energy leave my body, literally. And all of a sudden, I saw in tunnel vision. And I literally was like, it was literally a breath of fresh air dropping out of school. And I, I need to make a whole video on school on why like I was so against hated it so much and just more about that not even just with college but all throughout me growing up um and then also about what school how the school system was um brought up in America as well because that is a really big important part of it but I was just like school is not in my path school is not a part of my path school is not a part of my journey like I just knew that a hundred percent but all of my life like my family was like school or military that's it and I was just kind of always had this belief that like if you don't get a college degree you're basically gonna have to work in like fast food or the restaurant the whole rest of your life I didn't want to do that but then once I got to school I was like okay but like all these millionaires and billionaires don't have college degrees And then the people that I'm watching on YouTube don't have college degrees. And like all these entrepreneurs out here doing amazing things don't have college degrees. So like, why do I have to have a college degree? And then also like, I never like, even when I went to college, like I was excited to go to college, but it was really just about me um, wanting to like move out and like start my life for myself. Again, this is more, this is something that I can get into in another video, but now it's just like, once I got school out of the way, that just opened up so much more time for me, basically to focus on what I'm doing. And so basically, um, I completely, left change I got I literally literally changed everything in my life for travel um 
so that's another reason why I knew like this was my calling because I have never wanted anything more, one. And then two, I never wanted anything so much that it consumed every thought and every second of my day. I also never wanted something so bad that I was literally willing to give up everything for it. So when I say I was willing to give up everything, yes, everything. I was willing to give up my relationship. I was willing to give up my apartment. I was willing to give up my car. I was willing to give up all of my materialistic things. And that's exactly what I did. Point blank, period. I'm single now. I don't no longer have an apartment. Like I moved in with my grandparents. I'm working on selling my car. So actually, I actually fixed up my grandparents' car that's paid off. And in the beginning of the year, I have someone who's going to buy my car from me. And I'm basically going to be going from a 2016 um, Volkswagen Passat that has heated interiors, uh, um, a sunroof, backup camera, Bluetooth, <laughs> like it's nice, okay, um, to like a 27 Magnum. It's rusty on the outside. It's it's not the nicest. It doesn't have Bluetooth. It doesn't have heated seats. Doesn't have um, leather interior. Like it doesn't have any of the bells and whistles. And like I'm so excited to be having that car. You know why? Because that's going to save me almost five hundred dollars a month. And with five hundred extra dollars a month, that's like so much closer I am to my goal. And um, so yeah, like I literally have given up a lot for this and I can't be I couldn't be happier literally like all of that meant nothing in the grand scheme of this and even like leaving my family like I love my family to death but I just feel like this is not like not traveling I wouldn't be willing to stay here with my family if that meant I had to give up on traveling the world and I just feel like if I travel, I will be able to do so much more for my family. Like I want to travel so that I can bring my family along with me, whether that's physically or through like videos and pictures and gifts or whatever the case may be. Like I have to do this for them as well. You know, like it's so much bigger than just me being here. Like I have to go over there because that's going to bring value into their life. Like I really believe that wholeheartedly. And I didn't have any friends. Like I had one friend and, oh yeah, I literally should tell the story of that because I manifested her into my life as well. Um, So all of this, everything, the calling, it's all about manifestation, the law of attraction, the law of action, and um, also the law of neutrality as well. But basically, Tiana, that's her name, um... She started at my old job and when when she started, I was actually had just become a trainer. So I love to be helpful. And I love to be nice all my life. Like people were mean to me for no reason, outcasted me, kind of just like, I don't know, looked at me differently because I'm different, I guess you could say. Um, and I didn't want to be like that for other people. So anytime there was new people at work, I would always make a point to like, 
reach out to them and let them know like, hey, I'm here. Like also I, you know, if you want a friend, like I'm here as well. So I did that for her and she was like the only person who actually like, I guess, expressed interest in that, I guess you could say. And it always just seemed like we kept running into each other like all the time at work. So um, she started like, I don't even know how the whole travel thing came up, but it ended up coming up and she came to me and she was like, Jada, like it's always been my dream to travel. Like always. I just never thought that I would be able to do it. But it's like hearing you like pursuing something so big and you're so confident in it. And like, you just know it's going to happen. You're not, you were willing to do anything for it. Like that inspires me. And that makes me believe that I can do it as well. And she was just like, I never thought the opportunity would present itself to me, but I have, and she also, she has helped me along on my spiritual journey as well. She was like basically saying that she was talking to her spirit guides and doing tarot readings and whatever the case may be. And like everything was telling her like that was her opportunity, like with me. And so she basically asked if she could come and I was like, of course you can come. But like, I didn't think she was serious. So I basically had like a mock interview with her, but like she didn't know I was interviewing her, but like I was. Um, so I told her to come to my house, didn't think she would come to my house. She ended up coming and she ended up staying for like seven or nine hours, I think. And she came with questions. She, we just opened up to each other and like, we knew so much about each other within that day that I knew about the fake friend group that I was in for like a year of school. So, and also I felt so like, accepted in her presence and I felt like I could be myself like wholeheartedly myself for the first time ever um and it was amazing and so we're actually planning on going together and I really hope that she gets to come with me but I'm going regardless anyways so um so Tiana yeah that was a part she was a part of it and so yeah, we're just making this thing happen basically. And I'm, well, I've given up a lot and I've also started taking graphic design classes online, but it's like a self-taught at your own pace thing. So on Skillshare and I've been really enjoying that. So, um, I think that's what I'm going to do freelance to get like extra money, um, during my travel endeavors. And also I've just been like saving and now also I have this amazing new job where I'm surrounded by so many people who are working towards a bigger goal and um, everything in my life is just unfolding in front of me. And that goes back to what I was saying before, like the universe is doing everything for you and is working behind the scenes to make everything happen. Because literally, like I I used to think like if I ever, like before I went to college, I would say like if I ever moved back in with like a family member or my mom, it would probably be because like I fell on a hard time. And like here I am, wasn't didn't even finish the lease at my apartment. Like I literally broke my lease came up with a bunch of money to move out because this was a part of my path. And like being here with my grandparents, I feel so loved and looked after. Like it's so amazing. It's so beautiful. And everything is just showing me that I'm on the right track. So um, yeah, answer your calling. Um, 
answering my calling was probably the best thing that I ever did, even though like I'm I'm not traveling yet, but I'm working towards that. And my future self is currently traveling right now at this moment because um, everything future, past and present is happening at the same time. But uh, that's another video. <laughs> or Why do I keep saying video? It's another podcast. But answer your calling. Sorry if this was a little all over the place. Like I'm just so passionate about it that I can't even couldn't I can't even stick to the notes because my mind is just going everywhere. Like I haven't even said all the things I want to say. But that's okay because I can make more videos um, and answer questions or whatever the case may be. But yes, answer your calling because everyone has a point in time where the, they're going to get the call. And sometimes you might know that you might not know that that was the call or sometimes you might be hesitant to answer it. But trust me, when you answer it, everything will line up and it's all going to work out for the best. Like I have no doubt in my mind that everything is going to work out just how I want it to, except better because it goes back to the whole manifestation works in mysterious ways. Like I might say like, I don't even know. I, I don't even know how it could be better because that's like the best that it could get in my mind. But, you know, you never know. It could be even better than just traveling, backpacking Asia. Like it could get better than that. I don't know how it could get better than that, but it could. And I'm open to it and I'm open to receiving it. And, and another big thing about answering your calling is like your call won't come until you already are in a place of alignment in your life. So if I wouldn't have gotten that gym and saw the changes and then like thought like now I can actually do whatever I put my mind to, I wouldn't have ever gotten that call yet. I wouldn't have gotten it yet because you have to already be like grateful for the things that you have. You already have to be in a good mindset. You already have to be like in alignment basically. And until you are in alignment, you'll never get your call. So if you want to receive your call, work on yourself. Whatever it is that you are lacking within yourself, work on it. And then you will get the call. And when you do, answer it. Alrighty, y'all. So uh, this episode was a little bit all over the place, but I definitely feel like there's some nuggets in here um, for everyone. And yeah, thank you for coming back to the Piscean's Thoughts podcast. And I really hope you enjoy today's episode on answering your calling. Uh, I will see you next week and have an amazing rest of your day.